Sit down, shut up, we're doing the podcast. Welcome. Does anyone have their cables exactly how they want them? Is everyone like, is anyone like... Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yep. That's what I want. Everything inside my room, every cable is the per- is in the perfect place. It's all wrapped up in a little coil, and it's going to stay there forever, and it's zip-tied, or it's in a little, it's got a little fucking thing, or it's the exact length that I need it to be. Or, is yours like mine? Are we not so dissimilar, podcast listener? You got a bunch of fucking cables going everywhere? Sometimes I get my cables together. And it feels good. And I'm like, yes. These are the cables that are going to live here. Then you start moving them around. And you're like, I'm... I'm going to move them around good this time. Lie. The first, the original sin. Sin. (laughs) Welcome to the podcast. Let's speak of sin. That's intense. I wanted more of like an old school organ. There we go. <laughs> this is exact. This is the sound of sin. Oh no! I did a sin! Welcome to hell. Who am I? I'm not the devil. No, no. You met him, I think, on another episode of this podcast. I think his voice was like kind of high, kind of non-characteristically the voice of the Dark Lord Satan. Anyways, my name's Marger. I'm Marger. I'm like, uh, you know, my parents were naming me and they were like, oh, I'm going to be Marge or something. Um, something is now my middle name. <sighs> Thanks, mom. Thanks, dad. Anyways, I greet you at the gates to hell. Just like, make sure you like get checked in. Here's your key. Welcome to hell. Here's your key. And, uh, drink tickets. And, um, the Wi-Fi. Hell is an Airbnb. Am I right? I can do whatever I want. I can do whatever whatever I want. I can do whatever I want. 
I can do whatever, whatever I want. I can do whatever I want. I can do whatever I want. I can do whatever I want. I just need the time and the money and the skills and the opportunity and the correct circumstances in the systems that I operate in. I have free will though, I can do whatever I want, no parrots, no rules, but I still live in a capitalist society, and I still live in a fucking America, and I have to pay my rent, 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 but I can do whatever I want once I pay my rent, once I pay my rent, I can do whatever I want, and then I have to also go to the store to get some food to eat, but then I get to do what I want yeah 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 watch however much Netflix that I want so however much weed that I want I only want a little bit but I want some of it and then I want to watch so much of the show I like oh I love my show I could do whatever I want <laughs> yes I'm in control and I'm this is being free and I'm being free Free and I'm being free. I can do whatever I want. Ha 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 ha! I just I gotta take like a, a jog, I think. But then I can do whatever I want. Ha! Where is the hope in this tiny world we live in? Where is my wife? Has anybody seen my goddamn wife? New kind of podcast today. New kind of podcast. I'm I'm liking it. This is what it's like when I sit down to record a podcast that I that I didn't want to do. And then I was like, Mackin, if anyone's ever going to take your podcast seriously, like you have to put out an episode every week. That's the only rule of podcast. And that's not even, I mean, if you're going to do something else, commit to it, you know? But I, anyways. So... I do. I want to talk about God and stuff for a second because I have a bunch of shit to say about it. Um, is this coming through on your headphones or in your car? This this incredibly low organ. Hey, how's the mix on this? I gotta check my mastering chain. Maybe I'll turn down the mids. We're going to have his head talking the greatest podcast in the universe. And I can do whatever I want here. <laughs> I can write freaking pee-pee poop on the paper. <laughs> no rules. No rules. Yes. I want to talk about God. Maybe I got to switch back to this. This is the... No. No. <laughs> I didn't do it. There we go. Now we're on the podcast. Oh, thank God. I was getting so scared. <laughs> I fucking, um,
I was at a gas station today, and I heard the lyric of the song. All I want to do is whatever I want. And the chorus was like, I'm down for anything. And I'm like a, I try to be a fierce defender of pop music. Because there are a lot of like, <sighs> dumb critiques of it that are trying to be smart but are actually dumb. Like, mm. and I used to do that a lot, you know. <laughs> Justin Bieber. Oh, you know Justin Bieber? Oh, Justin Bieber? Have you ever heard of a little something called the blues? <laughs> Has Justin Bieber ever heard the fucking Justin Bieber probably never heard of the blues. I want to talk about God. I want to talk about God. I have talked about God a lot in my life. And I talked to God. I talked to God a lot. I talked about God a lot in college. And I was like, and then I kind of got sick of the conversation about God. And I was just like, oh my God, shut up. Hey God, shut up. That's the thing, God in my words. God's all up in my words. I'm... I'm saying Jesus fucking Christ. Nine, ten times a day. Nine out of ten days, I'm saying it nine out of ten times a day. And nine times. Ten times a day. I got a loose grip on this one. We're holding it together, though. We're holding it together, but it is a... Slippery one. Slippery pod. Um... Yeah, I like, I guess I just wanted to do like a God check-in with myself and with you, listener. Because my religion is pee-pee-poo-poo, I love you. And that is true for me. And I also like, I guess I just like have more thoughts on religion. I guess I'm embarrassed about like wanting to talk more about religion. Because it's like, can be the most annoying conversation and there's like, I don't know, I was listening to a lot of podcasts that would like talk a lot about like spirituality and like just kind of have like long rambling, really cool conversations. Some of them were, and I was like, oh man, like why would I, you know, just go listen to Duncan Trussell for a while or, you know, or Pete Holmes or something. And then it's like, oh man, is that, is that annoying? Do other people think that's dumb? I, do I kind of think it's dumb sometimes when I'm, you know? Am I annoyed by it sometimes? I'm certainly annoyed by fucking people talking about God and life a lot of times. <laughs> yeah, it usually sucks. <laughs> um, but I guess, like, I'm pretty agnostic. I'm agnostic. I'm pretty agnostic. <laughs> I guess the whole thing about being agnostic is that you're like unsure and non-committal so being unsure and non-committal about that dude fucking pick something bro <laughs> commit to anything in your life um so yeah like I don't need there to be God but I'm also like to like make my life meaningful or significant or anything 
Um, I guess I was, I was talking to someone the other day because I, I, I get like I'm caught between the people pleaser part of me and the troll part of me. I feel like they're just in constant conflict where I like want to be like, I'm going to wear this Hail Satan t-shirt and uh, because fuck Christianity, fuck, fuck, uh, fuck God. <laughs> if God doesn't like ugly, then God doesn't like anyone. So fuck God anyway. Oh my God thinks my jokes are funny. Andrew Jackson, Jihad, y'all, those weren't the chords. I was walking outside of, uh, no, the people pleaser and the troll. Don't tell that story, Mackin. The people pleaser and the troll. Um, I was, yeah, I like want to be respectful of people's religion because by myself, I'll have like whatever, you know, kind of critical or skeptical thoughts or absurdist kind of like. Like, oh my God, that's so funny. That's so dumb. And a lot of it is like, went to Catholic high school and like, raised raised loosely Catholic. We made it. Um, And it's like a lot of that shit is in me. And it's like a lot of that is like, yeah, either like nostalgic away for that, but I never really felt like in it. I don't know. My point is, I, like, I do like talking to people about their faith systems, whether that, I, and I guess we're referring here to, as athe- to atheism as a faith system, as like, like nature, Big Bang, science, no afterlife. Um... I guess, like, if there's no God, I'm like, (laughs) what are there, guys? What if there's no God? (laughs) No, there's no God, but there's a devil. Oh, no. We have to go, we have to go back to Marjorie. Hello. It's, is this what my voice was? Yeah, there's no God. Sorry. So you were kind of right there, but there's a full hell. <laughs> so if you're like chill in life, you 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 don't exist anymore. <laughs> but if you were a dick, you do suffer forever. I guess I like. I want to understand other people's worldviews, and I want to approach the way I form my own worldview with humility. And perspective and context, um, and and allow it for it to change. But there's a lot that like is just like kind of feels true for me, and I think sometimes I will fight to understand somebody else's perspective harder than I will, right? And and I won't allow myself a perspective sometimes. So I guess I just want to like explore what my perspective is, um. And uh, if you have a podcast, like you have to do, you have to talk about if if you believe in God or not. Um. So yeah, I don't need I don't need there to be a God. If there's no God, I'm 
I feel no di- really differently about my life. Like I still like I believe in people. Like I like I love people. That's something that like makes sense and feels true for me. Like I believe in people. People. Oh, moi, chef's kiss. No notes. Humanity. <laughs> Um, no, but I mean, like, like, I, I feel love for the people in my life and I like, but I guess I also love aminals. So, but I can, what if, oh God, there he is. God is a boy. Yeah, that's weird one too. (laughs) Why did we make God a boy? Yeah, so like a lot of the anti-religion shit can be like super annoying and but it's also like whoa, you have to look at like history and the present and like the patriarchy and like, you know, homophobia and transphobia and like war. <laughs> like like it is fucked, and there's, like, a lot of current, like, a sta- institutional, you know, the Catholic Church sucks. Pope Francis, sorry, dude, you fucking suck. I know you're the Pope, and you're, like, the cool Pope, but you're still the fucking head of the Catholic Church. You're, like, number one Catholic Church guy. And the Catholic Church, like... They don't really fuck with gay people. <laughs> and if they're, if they're on the fence about gay people, like, oh boy. I don't know how they're going to feel about anything else, <laughs> you know? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways. So I would I love to talk shit on the Pope on this podcast, but what if somebody's listening and go, Pope's my favorite guy. Then you know what? Call me and we'll do the show. 714-928-0238. That's my number. Fucking call me. Podcast. Call me. I'm just going to leave that in the middle of the episode and draw no attention to it. See if anybody calls me from the podcast. Call me then you and you're on the podcast. That's the new rule. But you got to be cool. I, yeah, I, refuse the, I, refuse, I refuse the right. You know. You, if you suck, you don't get on the podcast. Call me only if you're cool. Um, anyways, yeah, if there's no God, that's all right. I still like want to be a good person, you know, I don't need uh, to become a mortal <laughs> in order to like not be a dick. <laughs> the promise of eternal life is really like, that's some marger shit, you know, that's like, <laughs> yes, finally, I have unlocked the key to eternal life. <laughs> I will never die. Yes, the ugliness of death. I don't have to think about it. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I don't know, but I guess relig- a lot of religion does help us deal with death. So maybe that's fucked. But also, like, I don't need to know that, like, my soul go. I guess I don't really believe in a soul. And I don't need to. 
Or I guess I'm like comfortable if there's no soul. There's this thing I like, I've probably talked about on here sometimes, but it's called the five aggregates. And it's this Buddhist concept of, let's look at the five, five aggregates and what they are. Because, um, the five aggregates. Okay, I'm looking up. Okay, so I'm on the full Wikipedia for the five aggregates. Um, but it's basically like, what is the self, you know? Okay, I'm going to say what I think I know about it, and then I'll like, read the article for a little bit or just parts of it i'll check i am not a buddhist expert or you know uh, i just heard about this once and makes sense to me how many things that i base my life on have i just like heard once <laughs> uh no this is something i've, I've like that i believe to be true that i've like thought about and, and sit with and anyways the five aggregates Basically, the, our conception of self is like a loose constellation of experiences that whatever, you know, the first fish crawls out of the ocean. I don't know, but I don't know if anything else has a sense of self, but anyways. Um, It's, let's look at what the five aggregates are. We have like our physical body. Here it says, the five aggregates are, um, I'm just going to read from the beginning. Skandas or khandas, I think those are the Pali words and the Sanskrit words. Anyways, means heaps, aggregates, collections, groupings. In Buddhism, it refers to the five aggregates of clinging. And then there's a word in Pali that I don't think I can pronounce. The five material and mental factors that take part in the rise of craving and clinging. They are also explained as the five factors that constitute and explain a sentient being's person and personality. But this is a later interpretation in response to Sarvastivadin essentialism? Whoa, that last sentence fully lost me. The five aggregates or heaps are form, which is, so I'm, I'm take, let's say, let's say that's my bod. So I got my bod, my sensations, receiving from form. Okay, so I'm, I got my, you know, sensory input. I got my bod, I got my nose. <laughs> so the five aggregates are bod and nose. <laughs> hmm. The bod and smelling. Yeah, because nose is in the bottom. Okay. Three more. Three more, guys. <laughs> um, Vedana is the third one. Um, no, that's sensations. Okay, perceptions is the third one. Sanjana. Sanjana. Samyana. Sanjana. Perceptions. And there's, that's separate from sensations. Interesting. And then, and then mental activity of formations is sankara. That's the fourth one. So that's thoughts. Okay, so I got my bod. Got I can smell. I have perceptions. Is that maybe like? Hmm. 
How is oh, I sense something and then I perceive it. How are those different? Well, I'm not going to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Do I think I'm going to like fully comprehend the five aggregates just from like a quick like, hmm, let's just, let's just look at this. Hit, just hit me with the list real quick. Um, oh, there's a little description down here. Maybe I will. Maybe I will solve Buddhism. <laughs> maybe I will become fully enlightened in like five, ten, five to ten minutes. Okay, form or matter, matter, body or material form. This is number one. Okay. Yep, that's right. I'm my freaking bod. Okay. Number two, sensation or feelings. Sensory experience of an object. It is either pleasant, unpleasant, or neutral. Okay. Yeah. I'm feeling itchy in my butt. It's unpleasant. Okay, so itchy butt is number two. Number three is perception. Number one is form, my bod. Number two is sensation. I have an itchy butt. Number three is perception. Sensory and mental process that registers. Recognizes and labels. For instance, the shape of a tree, the color green, the emotion of fear. Whoa. So that's more than like itchy butt. That's I'm afraid of the color green. <laughs> Damn. Uh, mental formations is number four. Okay, number one, form, my bod. Number two, sensation, itchy butt. Number three, perception. I'm afraid of the color green. Um, mental formations. Constructing activities. Conditioned things. Volition. Karmic activities. All types of mental imprints and conditioning triggered by an object. Whoa. Includes any process that may make a person initiate action or act. And they don't give examples. They give examples for all the other ones. Includes any process that makes a person initiate an action or act. So is that like reactions to shit? Mental formations. Yeah, I guess it's... Maybe that's the whole process of like, oh, I'm afraid of green. I saw a tree. It made me feel fear. Now I'm running away from the tree. <laughs> Four is I'm running away from the tree. Consciousness is the fifth one. Well, isn't that all of them? Holy boy, yoy, yoy. Um, consciousness. Okay, let's see how they define consciousness in this Wikipedia article. Awareness of an object and discrimination of its components and aspects. And is of six types. Whoa, now the, the fifth one has six of it? What is this, a Legend of Zelda video game? Where I have to, like, go collect the big five keys, and then, oh, each key has a little tiny turtle I have to kill, and I gotta go find them. Uh, guys, I'm having a pretty good time. Uh, the Buddhist literature discusses the skanda as blah, 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 blah. that which discerns. Whoa, discrimination or discernment is is how they're describing consciousness. A series of rapidly changes, interconnected, discrete acts of cognizance. The base that supports all experience. Hmm. Okay, so I have no idea what consciousness is. Okay, form my bod. The sensation, too, is... I have an itchy butt. The perception is... 
I'm afraid of the color green. Four is, oh my god, I'm running away from the tree. I'm so scared. And consciousness is like, later being like, huh, maybe I shouldn't run from the tree. Maybe the tree wasn't hurting me. Also, I'm hungry. Consciousness, I'm hungry. Okay, whatever, all this, see, none of this affects how I would live my life in the moment of, like, uh, ab abandon, abandon sentence, clear the, clear, clear the slate, the five aggregates, that's how I think of, it's a loose constellation of shit that appears at a certain point. I don't know when it appears, but at a certain point, we're, like, alive. I think it's like a weird, almost like a harmonic or something of like, I don't know if I can do like a harmonic on this keyboard <laughs> or like create some sort of like other tone that happens when other tones are happening. Oh, I bumped the mic. Sorry. Um, I don't know. In music, you have like the overtone series where you like play one note and then a bunch of other notes are like. I guess playing on top of it, um, like in higher frequencies. I don't really understand that either, but when one of those things is out of balance or goes away, like we cease to be. So I think it's like a weird thing that comes together and starts happening. And then like when we die, that like the frequencies stop like interacting with each other and then they just like fade out or some shit um yeah a loose temporary constellation and I don't really see how the soul fits into that you know sorry <laughs> I'm so sorry if you really liked having a soul I really am <laughs> I really am sorry to have taken your soul <laughs> Mac and Destroyer of Souls. Ha ha ha, it's me, Marger. I picked a dumb name for how evil I've become. Ha 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 ha. Yeah. I, so I also think of the five aggregates just in the terms of like when something becomes greater than the sum of its parts. I think that's what I was trying to say this whole time. When somehow one plus one equals three. Bruce Springsteen writes about that in his biography. When he's like talking about the power of rock and roll and how you have to make one and one equal three. And then it like does that and it's like you like, you know, transcend. It's fucking cool. Um, yeah, so that's how I feel about the soul. It's dumb. Souls are dumb. And what it was I going to say next? Oh, yeah. I also think about the five aggregates in terms of music um, and, like, songs and recordings because, like, the experience of hearing a song and what we, like, think of in every sense when we hear song. I love that song. We're Like, we're hearing, like, a lot of different things. Like, you're hearing the chords of the song and the lyrics of the song 
and maybe you could call that the songwriting. And even that is like, an in- that's an instrument and a person's voice. So that's already like an arrangement. And then you start to get, yeah, into that, the instrumentation of shit. And the arrangement of it. We'll, maybe we'll call that the arrangement. Casting the play. Who's going to play what? I mean, maybe you're going to write some more characters. <laughs> adding drums, adding the keys. And then there's like, how, am I gonna, how do I want to record these things? What microphones do I want to use? You know? And maybe that, that's the engineering of it and the art of engineering and, and producing. Um, and then there's mixing <laughs> and mastering. And there's all, there's all these separate processes that we are experiencing at one time. It's the way the singer's singing it, you know? So, like, I guess I, something I think about is, like, when we like a song, what do we like about it? What is it that we're responding to that we like? And some people like different shit. Some people love Neutral Hotel because it sounds, like, gritty and fucked and, like, that is really soothing, just the pure aesthetic of it. And some people, like, don't really listen to the words. And then other people are, like, living and dying by the lyrics alone. And then... The rest of it adds to it. And like, anyway, so, and like, if one of these elements is mediocre, can it still be a great experience if the songwriting is bad, but the production is the most amazing thing you've ever heard? Um, and the performances are off the chain of like each individual instrumentalist and like the mix and the record, you know, like, and I think that there's like a lot of examples of all of these things. Um, when I call you up, your lines engaged. Um, like that, what you just experienced is like the the song, the memory of that song. Um. You Won't See Me by the Beatles. Um, so sometimes you hear a song by somebody covered by a different artist, and you're like, oh, I didn't like that that much. <laughs> but if this, maybe if the song in and of itself is, is strong enough, anyone could sing like uh, Hallelujah by Leonard Cohen, you know? And it's going to rip because it's a, the fucking best song, <laughs> you know? It's a great song. You know what? Great. You know what, guys? I'll say it. Hallelujah, my Leonard Cohen. Yeah. And you know what? That is a good song. <laughs> Anyways. The five aggregates. When does one plus one equal three? With song, you know? And how many times do I like, yeah, do I like just like the recording or do I... You know, just like the the drums or, you know, man, this production is bad, but the song is good. The script was great for this movie, but the director of photography, like, you know, fucked it up or I don't know. It's like being able to isolate and appreciate each element, but also just like let it take over when it becomes a, when it's all hitting, you know. And I've been listening to the Beatles a lot lately, and I think the Beatles is like all of it, you know. Like, great performances, great recording, great writing, uh, you know, 
great, great, uh, production, great, uh, engineering, mixing, all of it. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. Not all of it all the time for every single Beatles song, but like, for the most part, like all that shit hits and you're like, yes, <laughs> you know? So I'm just using that as like a proverbial example, even if you don't fuck with the Beatles, which if you don't like, cool. <laughs> Um, I heard somebody shitting on the Beatles. I've heard some funny crit- criticisms of the Beatles that I will pass along because they're enjoyable. Somebody was like defending the Beatles in this, this podcast host. I wanted to say this might be Julie Klausner that said this, um, of the podcasts. How was your week? And, uh, double threat, which is one of my favorite podcasts. Um, they're both great podcasts and how was your week is very much the style of podcast that I make. And Julie Klausner is an icon of the form. Dare I say, I dare say, um, so I love her. And she was saying like, she's like, okay, like if you're sticking up for the Beatles, you know, she was, I think she would try to shit on the Beatles and somebody like stuck up for them around her. She's like, listen guys, the Beatles are fine. <laughs> they don't need you to defend them. Like, Beatles are okay. <laughs> the Beatles are fine is so funny to me. And then also like Tom Sharpling from the podcast Double Threat was like so it's the height of the psychedelic revolution and like you're this like cutting edge culture band the Beatles and Paul McCartney 1967 drops acid makes the psychedelic album and it's like I know that fucked kind of, I don't really know how to play that song, but the idea of like, whoa, man, I'm fucking dripping out and like, I'm fucking become like, my consciousness is altered and I have nothing and everything and being like, when I get old, I'm losing my head. Music that John Lennon referred to as granny shit, apparently. Which is the sickest burn of all time. <laughs> that is maybe the ultimate criticism of the Beatles is the internal criticism by other Beatles. <laughs> is John Lennon calling Paul McCartney's like music hall old school shit like granny <laughs> shit. It, at the time it was being made. In real time. In the studio. <laughs> this is granny shit. <laughs> Yeah, fuck, fuck every other criticism of the Beatles. <laughs> Anyways, I fucking love the Beatles, and I love songs. And a lot of times we say I love songs when it's like, this, maybe the song is bad, but the recording's excellent. Uh, which, as an example, and this this might be heresy, but I I don't think that the song "Move On Up" by Curtis Mayfield is necessarily like an excellent songwriting song. Um, but it's like, dude, you know, you know what? I might take that one back because that one just rips. But like the melodies are great. And like, I was going to, th- the other one I can think of was like Boogie Shoes by Casey and the Sunshine Band. Um, 
It's like maybe it's not a great song, but if it's like it's like so fun and like because like the recording just feels great, and the performances are great, and the arrangements are great, and, the, and maybe the melodies are great, and so maybe it's like just the words. So maybe that's like ah. Anyways, you get what I'm saying. Shit's shit's complicated and shit's a bunch of shit's a bunch of shit. You know. Ingredients, the meal, the experience of the meal. Anyways, I really do think that I've like lost my grip on reality, and I gotta get, get my laundry. And I'm tired, yo. I'm tired. But I didn't give up on you this week. I think I talked about God a little bit. But I gotta go now. Good night. Happy Santa. Happy Santa.